This is Father Friends, not your Unkills podcast. Record a little bit now, since yeah, clearly since a little, let's just record the two of us. We we should have just recorded all that before this. Exactly. <laughs> you want to just repeat it? Yeah, why not? Repeat we that. can just record this and say, you know, uh, I, we don't have to say anything. We just record and chat. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it again right now. Let's right. do it. <clears throat> let's do it. And then if Amna joins us, she can join us. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Fob and Friends with your, with your host, Zan, and my co-host, Samra. <laughs> this month's edition. I, I specifically had to think that one out. I was like, you know what? That's probably the most fitting thing to say at this point. I know. it's uh, You know what? Um, Amna, Amna tried being with us today. Uh, her computer just is not working properly. So she was on and then apparently it just fell off i i guess it cracked out to be exact i'm actually using her terms um not mine so um i don't know if amna will be joining us later but me and Zan, we while we were waiting for amna we're just talking about how it's been so tough for some reason to get back on a schedule post the holidays i was just saying like pre-thanksgiving we knew what days we were all getting together to do this and stuff and then i thought maybe the holidays were causing you know schedule issues and it's just kind of been since and I don't know how um I, I mean I know what why I I mean at the end of the day my life hasn't changed too much beyond obviously teapot and work which you was pre-holidays <laughs> as well yeah so I don't know <clears throat> what's I mean, going on I mean it's like yeah, and we're just saying this. It's like, you know, we there's been, I mean, at least since the beginning of, I would say this year, 2019, there would be weeks, or I should say weeks, there would be days where I'm completely free, right? And that would be during the weekdays or sometime maybe in the weekends. We, weekends are always a, you know, it's always on and off for me. But for the most part, weekdays are the best days to, for me to record. And obviously what you guys also have in work, it's never the best so, like, there's been days where I'm free and you guys are not free. And there's days that you guys are free and I'm not free. And it just keeps right. going back but and forth. You know why I think yeah. it is? Um, um, she's not here. But I'd say this even if she was here. A big portion of why we don't do it during the week now is because Omno works yeah. the 3 to 11 shift. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, cause it, because for me, I have a normal 10 to 6, you know, eight hour job yeah i mean i'm usually back home around five six o'clock myself exactly yeah so like seven o'clock p.m on a weekday after that i'm completely free after that you know and it's like yeah and back then yeah especially last year when we were amazing at keeping up (laughs) with the schedule she i don't know was definitely available but now it's you know it's just gotten a lot harder yeah and uh, and she's worked saturdays too so it's like but I think we find I don't I don't want to say what her schedule is because I personally am not a hundred percent. But I think we actually will be able to get back on track on a different weekday that we usually do it because I think she's off a day or two during the week. Um, Hello? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna oh, be with she's that. just in. We were just talking about you. What are you talking about? 
I was talking about how your work schedule is probably the main reason why we can't record during the week. And then yeah, we- sorry guys, I work. No, I could do Fridays, but Friday. I know Fridays suck because it's like weekend. But I work Sunday through Thursday now, at night. Uh... I work three to eleven, so I can't record during the week because I'm gone. Unless you want to do it during the day, but you're off work, you guys. So. Yeah, we were just saying that. Yeah, we're gonna basically try to now. Now that we know Amna's full schedule, because Amna was kind of all over the place, she didn't have a set schedule. But now that she has a set schedule, we'll be able to the three of us talk about what probably days work best and get back on a proper schedule of getting out. Well, oh, it um, wasn't my fault. Like I will say, because I've been working like very weird, um, times and hours and stuff like that. And it's never, it hasn't been consistent. But now that, yeah, summer's right. I have a consistent 3 to 11 schedule, Sunday through Thursday, that I can give you guys, and Saturday mornings I work too. So I could give you guys like a an actual day, which probably Sunday, like this time on Sunday is probably the best. Only because no one's really doing anything on Sundays anyway. And if they are like, you know, we could do it depending if someone has a brunch, we could do it later in the day or whatever. Yeah. Today, today, this Sunday was very, very, very lazy for me. Like, I woke up just like, maybe not even joking, I woke up a half hour ago. So, yeah, <laughs> like, I have to, say, I didn't feel I was, like doing anything. I mean, uh, Teapot got up at her normal, uh, at she's been getting up earlier because we've been, she's been on a, uh, uh, we've been, you know, visiting daycare, uh, yeah. the past couple of weeks, different so, coffee shops, different coffee shops, exactly. <laughs> And so because of the different coffee shops, um, the schedule for teapots, uh, much, much better. So, um, she got up at, uh, at, you know, she, she started boiling at like seven thirty this morning. <laughs> boiling. So, I'm, with the, I'm with another teapot here. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I need disco text teapot. Oh and yeah. We went out to eat. We went to King's, which is, Zan, you, have you been to King's here? King's diner? Yeah. Here. I think I may have. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, so one it's, of the best breakfast spots. It's 100% a diner dive and a drive. Yes. Like, it has amazing food. And it's like only something that you can find in a small town. I feel like, you know what I'm trying to say? Right, because it's, um, it is. It's just one place in a small town. Yeah, and it's like everyone goes there. There's always a rush during the mornings. Like, it's always packed. And so we got there. You know, we thought we would – maybe get in early no there was still a half hour 45 minute wait but we went and um you know that's why when you texted me I forgot I was like crap thank god that we said 11 because we were there and um I got the apple um the the apple french toast Ooh. so me and gosh gosh have split we got apple french toast which is like French toast with apple bread. It's not just like French toast. It's like apple bread French toast Jeez. with like cinnamon and stewed mm. apples. And it's really good. And then we split that. And then we split corned beef, hash, and uh, home fries. And their home fries are excellent. Because I was just saying, can you guys agree with me? I hate crispy I, – I, no, never mind. I take that back. I love crispy home fries. I hate the mushy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. Mushy. No, no. I like, like If I taste alu, I don't want it. <laughs> alu. <laughs> if that shit is mushy in my mouth, 
can I go back? Can we go back to uh, Alu for, for, I mean, can we get back to um, breakfast foods in just a second? Guys, if anybody's interested, if you go on YouTube, by the way, this is something um, Oase found for <laughs> It's these little terribly uh, graphics, computer graphic uh, cartoons in Pakistan. And it's a vegetable song called Alumia. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and it, you gotta watch it. I just people, please YouTube Alumia. <laughs> Alumia, it legit, oh, legit goes <laughs> Alumia, Alumia, kahotum. Gotta show it to Isla. <laughs> little Alu walking around who gets bullied by his other <coughs> vegetable friends. Oh my god. I like oh. that's called Alu. Oh, do you remember the Veggie Tales? I love yeah. the Veggie Tales. Except this is like terribly designed. Like it's terrible, didn't, terrible. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say Veggie Tales, but didn't you didn't you hear that like that controversy that happened with Veggie Tales like a few weeks ago or a few months ago or something? What? what where where some some group on Facebook suddenly deemed Veggie Tales as racist? Did you hear about this? How are vegetables racist? <laughs> This was a big thing. I remember reading about this. Where it, like, I, did they make certain vegetables a certain I, race? So like, I think so. I'm trying to find the article here, but I can't find it right now. But basically, from what I remember, I think one of the vegetables I think was a hot pepper or something like that, and they made it into a stereotypical Mexican character. Oh. And they made, and then everyone on the internet for that for that one week suddenly went on outrage, being like, "Well, Veggie Tales is the racist thing," and like, you can't, you know, blah 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 blah. blah. And it's like, what? Like, I just thought, look. You're Without fly today, absolutely not. Were there a lot of things like that back in the day? One hundred percent. Is it right? I was no. Um, now people are way too free and sensitive. Get over it, people. It's goddamn vegetables. Like, yeah. Well, this is the thing. Look, we can admit, like, yeah, it's a little racist, right? Sure. And you laugh about it. You go, "That's racist." Thank, like, let's move forward and hope nothing like that is, you know. We, we continue so that things like that don't happen where you make certain vegetables like stir, certain or whatever vegetables, certain characters, stereotypical of whatever. Right. Mm. That being said, why are you outraged at something like that <laughs> when there are real atrocities happening in this world? Especially no, for that? a show that's not even on TV and hasn't been I know. on TV for the last like, what, 15 years? <laughs> the VeggieTales <laughs> have been out of commission. You got what you they're want. They're enough. not being seen anymore. Yeah, they're all they're all compost at this point. Come on, <laughs> good one. Mm. Oh, so I found the article, and basically, it doesn't really go into too much detail, which is unfortunate. But basically, they were like, basically, what I said was right, and they were like, "Oh, the Christian cartoon Veggie Tales is racist because the villains are vegetable of color." The NFL, and then they kind of go on. I guess they connected to NFL when it was like the NFL is racist since most players are black and most coaches are most coaches and owners are white. White women advance white supremacy when they support. Oh the God! Like, oh Somebody my is God! Really reading into that. Oh, you all and need it was, to oh, it, calm down. And it was from. Wait, I, that sounds like it's different topics. It doesn't sound like it's just Veggie Tales. No, I think what. Ha- okay, so what this article, the way it's formed, this article is basically that this um, forum from California State University, this whiteness forum, they were talking about different shows that they deemed racist. And I guess that's what they were like, okay, Veggie Tales is racist because of this. The NFL, I guess, is racist because of this. Well, the of NFL this. is obviously racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so do they- we have to say that? Mm, yeah, I would say I mean, so. in a way. It look, is. In a way it they is. literally like – I was actually having this argument with someone recently where they were trying to argue that the NFL was not a political – was not political. And I was like, 
No, it what? Is. It has just as much say. They're like, they're like, well, the players are separate entities. I'm like, no, but the NFL. First of all, the owner of the NFL, whatever his name is, is like friends with Trump. Is the okay? name of Roger Goodell? Is that his name? I don't, I don't remember. You, you no, got Roger Goodell. Goodell. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Roger Goodell. He's the okay. Uh, commissioner guys, never NFL. mind. You guys didn't understand my thing. No, I named him Gadar. Oh. <laughs> oh. Gadar means traitor. Gadar, yeah. Good, that was a good one that went over our heads. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it went over our heads. Really? I didn't even listen to it. <laughs> a big <laughs> over our heads. <laughs> Just like a But um, no, he, I was like, no, he, he's friends with Trump. And then they made the stance when they were finding players for kneeling. Yeah, and then on top of it, they have a government. They have contracts with the government to make it a patriotic event. It used to not be patriotic at all. No, 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 now football. They get paid is, by the government. The football is now America's sport. You know, it is. It is the number one sport in America. But it's a politicized event. You know, yeah, it's a politicized yeah. sport. So, like that. I didn't think that was like even a question that the NFL has racist tendencies. I mean, I mean look at the uh, just look at the Super Bowl that just happened. You know, like all the commercials where while they they've kind of gone away from doing funny commercials to now being so politically driven commercials and being well, like, I oh, just, like you know, like it's weird. Well, they were. It was such a try hard. I felt like it was so try hard because they. Everyone knew what the elephant in the room was. Yeah. Everyone. And they didn't address it. However, they had, you know, prominent black leaders trying to be like, look, we're not racist. We just don't want you kneeling. And you're yeah. like, no, but that is like kind of taking a stance on what you think is happening. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm- mean, look, <clears throat> I'm, I buy Nike. I'm pro. <laughs> Of course, I'll buy speak, Nike. Speak, well, speaking of Nike, did you also hear? So I don't have any of these articles saved, but I. Oh, I'm, but that Colorado shop that closed down because they stopped selling Nike. No, 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 no. This is this is relating to Islam. This is it's interesting. So oh. Nike came out with a new shoe, and I wish I could find the article again. But Nike came out with a new shoe that had I, the wording like it was like a certain font that they used on the bottom of their shoe, right, to kind of make it a you know this retro kind of look to the Nike logo, right. And the way that the font looks, right, if you kind of trace it and if you ignore the letters and if you kind of trace it, it looks like they wrote Allah in Arabic. But it doesn't. Oh, it's not. God. But it's not. But it's not, though. It's just the way the way the way the font is written. It just it says I don't know what it says. It's thing, I think it says Nike or whatever. But the way like the, you know, the curls and like the letters curl up, it looks like it says Allah on it. And pe- once again, people want to outraged. Uh, they signed petitions to ban the shoe to be, you know, being sold on in um, in stores because, you know, it's racist. So that was a huge, huge, huge thing. And I'm like, and I don't hear anything about it now, but like it was a huge thing for that one day that like they're like, no, don't buy that shoe because it's racist. And uh, it's weird. I'm going to look it up right now. No, I heard I didn't hear about that at all. I heard about that co- man in Colorado who. uh was anti-kneeling or whatever so he stopped selling nike in his store and his store now went out of business Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he was like i guess i guess you know i couldn't keep it alive without nike you know yeah and it like backed backfired and it's kind of like and also sabina was talking to us the other day like that dude who was making the build the wall cookies oh yeah but that was like a joke apparently 
Yeah, supposedly he th- this person makes like topical issue cookies that are like hot button issues and people buy them because they're really delicious, I guess. But like they're also supposed to be like a joke and commentary. And so this person made a build a wall cookie, mm-hmm. which I mean, if you think about it, you bite into it and the cookie crumbles and so does the wall. You know what I'm trying to say? Or the message. So you could also look at it like that. But I guess some woman was like, this is so racist and people are boycotting them and blah, blah, blah. But other people have been now calling for extra cookies and, you know, I don't know. I feel like both reactions are so strong. I think people need to just calm the F down. So I sent you guys a link to the photo. Just see it and just tell me what you think when you see it. So I'm going to basically read what this petition said, okay? Where did you send it? On on uh, Zencaster. Oh. So uh, I'm gonna read what the state the statement said. Right, it goes: Nike has produced the Air Max 270 shoe with the script logo on the sole resembling the word Allah. Are you Arabic, kidding me? <laughs> which will surely be trampled, kicked, and become soiled with mud or even filth. It is outrageous and appalling of Nike to allow the name of God on a shoe. This is disrespectful and extremely offensive oh, to Muslims God. and insulting Islam. After recalling trainers in 1997, which had a similar logo depicting the word Allah, Nike claimed that they have tightened up scrutiny on the logo design. So why do they have it? Why do they have this similar design been approved again? Well, I actually will say that if they had this controversy before, why do they do it again? That's stupid on Nike's part. True. But I mean, I don't think they, I mean, does that look like that they intentionally wanted to write? But like, if they had the controversy, wouldn't they like be like, let's not do anything that even resembles this? Yeah, I mean, I but like when you look, I'm at not the, saying they're wrong. Yeah, or yeah I'm not yeah. saying that it looks like oh, it. I'm God. just saying it's that they should have. Oh, people are so stupid. <laughs> like legitimately, legitimately, it's like when people find a lun like a freaking potato peel. Like, yeah, stop. <laughs> or like people finding Jesus in a piece of toast. Right, yeah. it's just like stop it. You guys are just idiots. And yes, go ahead, come after me. <laughs> well, forty-three thousand people have signed this petition oh, out of five. God. So the I think they may. <laughs> the thing is, is I've realized with nothing this, better going on in their lives. But the thing I've realized with this is that there are so many people who think this way. But I also think that it's so easy, and I, we've had this conversation so many times. But that on these. On the internet, on all social media, you have to either be black or white. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to Not like race, but like your ideas and your opinions have to be, you know, one or the other. There is no gray. No. Because you have to sum up everything you want to say in a paragraph or 280 characters or something like that. And there is no like meaningful conversations that are happening that talk about, okay, well, you know, what, why are you feeling this way or what's going on? Or is it really like this? Cause like, I, I've heard this saying so many times, it's really hard to hate someone when you're looking at them in the, in the face, mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like we, it's so easy to like get, it's also the media. I feel like we read these articles and it makes it seem like it's such a hot button issue, but I didn't freaking hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just I came across it because it just showed up in my feed, but it was just like I just oh. feel like they're searching for these mm-hmm. articles or these issues so that it can seem like there's a story or a division, and it, it's like I feel like they're they're making money off of getting people angry. Oh yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? Oh yeah. And so, like, because I honestly would not have looked. At, I mean, look, are we the most religious? No. Would I even have seen it 
No. <laughs> Would you have been offended by it? Probably not. <laughs> no. Even if I see it now, am I offended by it? No. no. <laughs> oh, because you want to know why? I guarantee you, guarantee you, Nike did not write a logo to be like, let's write it so that we offend all these people. No. This sounds like a conspiracy theory, though, that like Nike's owned by like the Catholic well, Church well, secretly, and they're in. <laughs> Well, did I ever tell you? I don't know if I shared this story in the podcast, but I ever share the story about how the sheikh in uh, near in our masjid deemed Nike to be awful to wear. I don't know if I shared this story. No, Basically, why I have pork? No, no, no. It was because Nike is a is a name of a Greek god or something no. like that, or some sort of god, like a Roman god. I don't know exactly. Some sort of Mediterranean god. That they, you know, <laughs> that is named Nike. And I remember this clearly because I remember, so I remember this vividly because we, it was Sunday school and we all had like a meeting, like he called like an, uh, like an assembly for all the students. We got to the, like the, the main prayer room and he went on a huge speech about it being like, yeah, for who's, who here is wearing Nike? And you know, we all raised our hands. And he was like, yeah, you guys, the, t- starting today, you should start, you know, you should, you should start making a, an active choice and not wear Nike because of this, this, this. And he went on saying that it was because of, you know, it resembled the name of a god. And you're just like, oh, my God. And I remember. I remember- this is the shit, like, that's the shit that, like, pushes people away from religion. Yeah. It's like little petty, small little things like that where you're just like, why? why who like, cares? they're in a world where people are starving, where people are being, you know, murdered, where people are, you know, all these atrocities are happening. Really, the fact that I'm wearing Nike is going to be what, like, you know, is is the real hot button issue I'm going to focus on as a Muslim. Give me a break. Yeah, give me a break. Like, it's just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And sh- oh, truly, listener, sheikh meaning priest, essentially. Like, the, yeah. the guy who... Or pastor, pastor, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like... Because a, a sheikh can be married. Yeah. They're not married to God. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's just, it was just the strangest thing, and I remember that. And, and and to that day, every time I see Nike, I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to wear this. Oh, well, I'm going to wear it anyway. <laughs> like, like, I like Nike. Yeah, it's good Nike stuff. Downstairs. It's good stuff. <laughs> My running shoes downstairs are Nike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. It's I wear them proud. It's just weird how people would just get outraged by the smallest little well, things. Am I very pro-Nike either? Do I think that there's some, like, you know, brand that is so progressive? No. They're also a, a corporation trying to make money off trying the little people. Trying to make people. money off yeah. of Colin Kaepernick. Exactly. Trying to make money off of people who are actually trying to, like, make a difference in the systemic racism in our country. And they're just – they're they're profiting off of it. So are they innocent parties? No. 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 They're not. Okay? They know but damn also, well. I'm not, we're not blind to that. Yeah. You know, we live in a consumerist – Well, some people you know, are blind to it. That's just some people are, but, you know, which is, it is what it is. Like, you have to be informed as a consumer at this point. If you don't support Nike because of Colin Kaepernick, that's dumb. If you don't support Nike because they have sweatshops, yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. You know, then I'd be like, okay, let me hear you. Let's talk about this. Yeah, but then if you're if you're gonna nitpick to the point where like, oh my god, that logo that's supposed to say rejuvenate, and it says Allah instead. Oh man, we gotta stop wearing those. We gotta boycott this. It's like that's oh. <laughs> like that's like, again. It's like <laughs> like Summer and I say like it takes away from the bigger issue. You don't like Nike? Let's talk about the r- real reasons why you shouldn't like Nike. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but they have a history of Let's using sweatshops yeah. and child labor. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's not talk about the fact that they have weird squiggles. <laughs> <laughs> That just somehow lines up 
kind of perfectly just look like it, you know, but not really. Not even kind of. I mean, I guess it does. I mean, look, the more I look at it, does it does it line up? It does. <laughs> but I maybe they are doing it on purpose. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even like when you look at that. Uh, when I sent you that picture, does do you even know what it's supposed no, to say? No, like, I, I don't even know, know what it's. What it's I, I had no idea, <laughs> but I certainly can tell you that if I didn't even see that it was supposed to resemble Allah, I wouldn't have even noticed that. <laughs> do i have to say that it kind of does look like it it does the more i look at it the more it does look like it's it does love. <laughs> but <laughs> i wouldn't have thought twice but yeah like unless like in this picture that i sent there's this big circle over <laughs> to make it blatantly clear if that circle wasn't there i wouldn't have thought of it until i actually scrutinized the photo you know like it wouldn't what have been supposed to say yeah i have no idea well no but what is this actually supposed to say i'm like trying to read it uh, Amix, Amnux, X. There's an X. I see an X and a W. Yeah, and there's and there's an A of some sort. A weird, interesting A. Am am what? <laughs> am. <laughs> Is it supposed to say Air Max? Maybe. Max, but that's not Nike then. Air Max? No, is it Nike Air Max? I thought. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, look that shit up. But anyway, point like, is, let me point tell you something. Gonna... All these people that get yeah. so offended all the time, so offended over something uh, trivial, trivial matters, it cannot suck my throat there. Also, I was. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it took me <laughs> to realize what you said. Is it true? Well, also, I just feel like a lot of people are kind of like I was talking about this. I feel like as immigrants, <laughs> we are not immigrants technically. We are the children of immigrants. But as the children of immigrants and people in that you know area, we also see things differently than most. Yeah, yeah, because we just have a different. And I think because of the where we're from, like I was thinking about this whole build the wall crisis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I pro wall? No, I think it's stupid. I think if someone wants to come in, a small little crumbly wall ain't gonna do yeah. shit. Okay. <laughs> also, I feel like if people are crossing the border and you know crossing all these r- rough terrains and something, you know, I'm not. I don't think that they don't want to be here. I feel like that's something that makes like it's obviously that there is a desperation there. Okay. Mm-hmm. What I have a problem with, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'll be ruffling some feathers here. Uh-oh. I don't like people that we know from our countries coming in here with visas and staying. <laughs> <laughs> because they're illegal. And those are the illegal people that I don't want in the country. Wow. <laughs> you know? Am I wrong? I don't care about the southern border. If they people, if they want to come in, I feel like those people no, are desperate. No, 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 no. They want, hey, hey, you know. Let's, let's go back. Let's go back here. And um, maybe Zan, maybe Zan, you cut out the we know people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> because first of all, you don't want to put it out there that you know people like this. <laughs> we, we don't, don't know, know anyone. No, but we know of people in the sense that, come on, let's be honest. Let's be real. This is the real. We're not, this is not the real, like the TV show. 
but we're gonna be real here. Okay. In in the Pakistani Indian community, you definitely yeah, know people yeah. or know of people who are you there, know who there's a high likelihood. Have, there's yeah, a high yeah. likelihood well, that there's someone. <laughs> were they also were it's not necessarily that they're here illegally, but they're they're um they flub the system, you know, they work with the system in a way they, they that work, well, they don't work actually with the system, right? They're working they use they it use to it. their advantage. We figure out ways right. to do things that normally would probably be not legal, um, and then and but, but they find, find loopholes, loopholes but right? It's not just. I mean, listen, our, everybody finds loopholes in something. But here's the deal: it's not so much about the wall, right? Who cares about a wall? But it's about whether it's the southern border or people coming from overseas, um, or the north. It doesn't matter. I, I, it, 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 a wall, Amna's right, is not going to force people out you just need stricter immigration rules at the end of the day right but i also think that you know (sighs) stop i also think that the the problem isn't people who are crossing a border physically with their children who have nothing those aren't the people that i'm worried about people who are taking flights who get these people who are taking flights legally into this country coming in and staying and are then using you know different loopholes and blah 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 and these are the people who get full scholarships you know to school somehow they they flub things they they you know they underreport on taxes they this or they that those are the people that I have a problem with. I do not have a problem at all. I feel like the the people who are coming in from the southern border, this is such a hot topic, but an issue I'm talking about here. You know, I'm going to probably get a lot of hate. But the people I'm talking about are not the, those people. Those people are seeking refuge. Mm-hmm. Also, the people who are refugees that are coming in through flights, those people definitely deserve a place. People who are su- what, ser- uh, seeking a political asylum. And you're right, people coming in just on visit visas or how, you know, H1s or whatever the case may be coming in, not on political asylum, but on, you know, different terms and then saying is wrong. Yes. And people coming in on political asylum, you want them to come in and have a safe space. But you know how you're saying that they're coming in, those other people are coming in, cheating the system, figuring out how to get into, you know, those political asylum people are doing the exact same thing. No, I feel like people like... Look, I would accept a Syrian, Yemeni refugees, and I feel like they are people who need to be in a country that is, you know, yeah. safer. They are literally in war-torn yeah. countries. Children yeah. are dying or starving. They deserve to be here. And, do, and you know how you're saying they're taking, you know, X, Y, Z things, and they're doing the same thing. They're going to get into school free. They're going to get into – because guess what, Amna? As much as they can come here and be safe, they're going to pull whatever thing they can pull to, to, you know, do things their way. But this is the thing. If they are granted a refugee status, though, into this country, then they don't have to pull anything. Do you see what I'm trying to say? But the people who are coming in here who are trying to expedite a certain issue and they don't have real reasons other than they just want to be here, which is fine. Everyone who should want to be here should come here and should be able to I, live here. I don't Because I think what you're trying to say is like you don't want to you're not trying to say that oh, I don't want anyone to come to America. You know, we're going <clears> to <throat> No. No, no. I think what your point is is like come to America for sure, but then do it the right way. Just that's that's it. Don't take opportunities right from way. other people yeah. either. There are a certain amount of spots. Let's say, like, you know, you're seeking refugee or political asylum. And there are people who are seeking that, and they say that they're seeking political asylum, and they're faking yeah. it. 
See, it's it's interesting because it's like you were just saying that how we because we have a unique perspective and how we look look at this because we are first gen Pakistani, you know, Americans. Because I am pro the American dream and immigrants coming here because I we are that product. is our thing. Yeah, we are a product also, of that. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I'm also I understand too the the how tough it is to see people who come and who who mess with the American system. Like our parents came here and went through a whole bunch of yeah. obstacles yeah. and are here legally, you know, who are, who are now citizens of this country, who, you know, who are proud to be citizens of this country. I feel like a lot of immigrants are also very, <laughs> I don't know. I think we just have a different, different perspective. Do I think that, you know, if you're a child who was brought here from your parents and you didn't have a choice and you've been raised here your whole That's life, yeah. you should be able to stay in the country. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Because it's like, yeah, yeah, because I'm trying to like, because there's no easy way. It's a a very complex. Yeah, there's like no easy way of saying it without offending one party or another, you know? Right. There's no easy way without saying to to offend because for for the political asylum people, how many Syrians have we seen on the streets at this point? They may be able to get in here, but they don't have anything to really hold them. Yeah. How many Syrians? Do we even, do it's we tough. Even see them? It's very tough. I mean, a place where we go for Eid Namaz, they are like families outside asking for money. That's never happened in my life. Never, never, ever. And then the past three to four years, I see more and more refugee families asking for money. It's sad. That's so sad. You know what's actually yeah. very sad is that churches are doing more than I think mosques are. Which is also really sad. I've seen more churches donating things, giving their homes for for Syrian refugees. Maybe they are Christian Syrian refugees and not Muslim Syrian refugees. But I don't see. I mean, no, never mind. You know someone, Samra, who works for a refugee charity, I right? People I know, and they do a lot. Yeah, I take that back. I take it back. Is that they're also going to come in and they're doing this and they're going to they're going to get on. Yeah, but that's gonna, very different. It's different in my gonna, view. They're going to, you know, figure out how to get on whatever system they need to get on so that they can make it through life. Right. But there, my point is not people who need to make it through life. I think that you should be able to make it through life. I'm talking about people who are taking advantage of a because system. It's like, not because they need to, but because no, they want to. Too. That's my only issue. That's why I'm very, I'm, I'm not pro, you know, when people are like, I don't, we should reduce the budget for our welfare, no, reduce the budget for Medicaid. I don't, I'm not pro that. I'm not what? pro reduce, but you should vet way better. They should do better vetting. Yes, I think you shouldn't reduce that. I don't think people, you know, I don't, I like the idea that, well, like people are taking advantage of it. We should reduce all the food stamps. I don't think that at all. I think there are many more people who need it than people who take advantage mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Okay. But you should have a better vetting. I'm, that's just this is when it's hard because you're not like this is when social media is hard because you either see people who are extremely right about an issue or extremely liberal about an and issue. That, and and it's, that's the thing, yeah. It's like there is no gray area. No one will ever hear the mass majority of issues. You know, they're always going to hear the extreme right issue or the extreme <laughs> left issue. You know, they're not going to be like, oh well, this family who came from Syria who has nothing, they just came in. No one's going to really report that no one cares about that syrian family that came in in america you know but what they will care about is oh well look at that caravan that came down you know driving up to the wall you know and they're talking 
carrying drugs and whatever bullshit. It's like they they would rather talk about that, and it's like okay, like but that's see, but then that's because it's it's kind of goes back to like the idea that one bad egg can be paint can make the entire you know situation paint at all that bad egg. You know, it just takes one bad story to be like, oh well, no, everyone's doing it wrong. You know, everyone's doing. Well, think about that woman who was raped and murdered. Remember. And she was raped and murdered by, uh, I guess, someone who was here illegally. Okay. Right? I don't know about the story, actually. It was, yeah. uh, remember, there was a woman's body who was found by the side. I, I might be totally wrong. It might not be someone who's here illegally, but that I remember that story was going out. And so the right, you know, the, especially the uh, very right-wing mm-hmm. people, were taking that and using it. Look at what these people are going to do to our country, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, more crimes happen for people who are born and raised in this country than people who weren't okay immigrants uh you know there's real stats out there that immigrants have less crime rates than people who are born and raised in this country Mm -hmm. okay and but that's the thing that you're exactly right they take one thing that happens and they roll with it you know that's why you know it's very hard i feel like a lot of as trial of immigrants and you talk to immigrants too like i I know my our mom is very like pro security of this country because they're like we took it took us forever to get into this damn country and now they see people who can come in take advantage of the system and blah blah blah, and they're they're anti that but i also see people who do need the system Mm -hmm. you know it's very it's 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 complex i just feel like it's having our perspective you would expect maybe we would be so pro open border but we're not no because it's like in the end of the day it's like just to put it into perspective right your 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 parents they came in your dad had to work with different companies to get that sponsorship to get into america eventually did had to bust his butt off just to get gained citizenship to get you know not only your mom as citizen and then have you know build a life for you guys but then you know indirectly it helped me because my mom came over because of your mom and like you know all that process and i remember just growing up just remember when i was at least when i was really young coming from like five five, six years old till like at least 10 going the amount of times that i've gone back to boston just to like you know just to sign papers for immigration and seeing that process of just like oh my god what a grind that it took five years of going to Boston, doing these paperwork, going and standing in line, seeing other people standing in line. It was hell, especially for a five-year-old. It was hell, you know? So it's like, we I saw the right. work that was done, that was being that was being done at the time. And I appreciated that work that my parents did and I appreciated the work that your parents did. And it's like, we've done all that work to be where we are now. And then to see someone come in being like, well, I just cheated the system. Look what I did. I can do this, this, this. And I'm already, you know, I'm already in college. I already did this. And it's like, it's only been one year. It's, you know, it's like, oh, come on. You know, what the, you know, WTF, mate. Yeah. Like, what, we did all, no, you know? know, and that's, and it's, that's it's as simple as that. Like, even if we talk, <laughs> don't even expand any further. It's just as simple as, well, we did so much work for this, you know, to gain our citizenship right. in this country. We went through our le- legal loopholes. We had to go through our, not legal loopholes, but like, legal issues we have to do deal with all this crap for x amount of years these guys are coming in for six months and they're already going to become citizenship it's like well come on like that's not fair you know they're 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 not paying taxes taxes. and that's that's a bug that's the one that bugs me the most because it's like i'm and 
a lot of these places they underreport yeah. what they're making as cash businesses. They don't pay taxes. This, 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 that, and they rep- underreport. They take advantage of a system. They send their kids to school on full scholarships. Meanwhile, there are real immigrant. Fa- there are other immigrant families here who are making a, a living, are trying hard, earning wages. I'm not even talking about people who are born and raised here. I'm not talking about you know what white people or middle class America, whatever. I'm talking about immigrants who are here in this country working their ass off, trying to get their kids to college, making a reporting accurately what they're making and not make getting financial aid, not getting enough money for, for living paycheck to paycheck, living Living paycheck to paycheck and being honest people and and not getting that. And that's what, yeah. And it feels like it's unfair because it's like, we're, (laughs) we're you and I like, look, it's tax season right now, right? We're all going to follow our taxes in April. We're all going to make sure we write the right amounts. We're going to be honest as, uh, as honest as we can be. With our taxes, and we and I feel like just as just me personally speaking, I I have pride into being like, yeah, I made this much money. I'm gonna pay back to my country, and whatever the country, the, whatever the country uses that money, that's a different story. But as long as I'm giving back, who cares where it's going? As long as I have like some sort of like, you know, it's my duty as a person that lives in America to pay back to the government and have them fix issues quote unquote for four programs that people need right you know and then you hear people yeah then you know people i know personally i'm i I know people that just let let me just say this right when you go to a convenience store listeners if you go to a convenience store and they don't accept credit card there's a reason why they don't accept credit card they don't want to report taxes on it that's why it's easy as that so you that just something simple like that where they're like oh we're not going to report taxes on our credit cards that's why we're not going to accept it so we're going to be strictly cash and if it's strictly cash, anything can be reported. You know, anything you can say, anything you're like, okay, yeah, I made this much amount of money, and that's and and just that bothers me the most. Where it's like, okay, wow, f you, like you're 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 being greedy by underreporting, so you can save more money. And here I am paying taxes every single year, and I'm barely getting a refund back. You know, it's just like you know, ugh, it's stupid. It's just really dumb, really really dumb. Yeah, I also think there. I mean, I. I it's just such a complex issue and I do want to like make apparent that you know we're talking about our own experiences in our own from people we know so this obviously has to do with people of our culture and our whatever but I do want to also extend that you know this isn't something that's just happening in Desi communities this is happening in all communities okay white black Hispanic native all people are doing this we just know from experience in our communities okay also, I want to, you know, extend the fact that I'm very pro upping our vetting process and everything, but also for people from white countries. And, you know, Canada has a lot of illegal crossings that are Huge. happening. We don't vet that border nearly uh-huh. hard enough. You know, there's more drug, actually more drugs that are being passed from Canada because Canada is, you know, legal. Yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, pot is legal in Canada and stuff like that that are being you know, pass along that border more so than the southern border. There's an inherent racism too that people expect us to like think. I want border security, or I want a, an, a, a thorough vetting process. And I also think that we do have a thorough vetting process, especially when it comes to refugees. If you actually, uh, you know, listen to or uh, well, read about we'll how, we'll see. There is a, a a hot a high vetting process. I think well, with refugees more I than you think. That. Why do you say I that? I think that in experience, uh, well, not experience, but again, situations that you've heard of, 
um, where you know that it was a lie. But political asylum, I, I have no clue. That, I mean, I don't know. Most refugees I know are actually refugees, though. I mean. Or that I, from the community that we know that are act, they're not lying about their refugee status. Like these are people actually coming from war-torn places. Lying. They could be anybody. Yeah, but they would. If you're coming from Syria, they're not. They know you're coming from Syria. They could be coming from. They could be Syrian, but have been living in another country for many years. I don't think that that vetting process is as lax as you think. I when I, it comes I to, think I was actually gonna go the opposite and say <laughs> that I think the vetting process is, is a little too much sometimes. Because I remember, like, because I remember James. Uh, I'll say James. Uh, John Oliver doing an entire episode on immigration and he was talking about how like these immigration processes take so I mean if you're doing it the right way take so goddamn long compared to what it was back in the 90s when our parents came in like it's just so many extra steps that they take that by the time that they do get citizenship they're already old and decrepit and there's like no point at that point you know like it just takes too long where you see these people who have been in this in, in the immigration process for 20 plus years and you're just like all right like so and I can understand. It's like I can almost understand why people want to skip that, right? Yeah. Like, not go through it that way, and why people maybe want to be here and do it the, the, um, faster way. That's probably illegal or loophole. And I I understand it, but there's a difference between that and blatant taking advantage just for superficial yeah. reasons. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say? I don't know if I'm making sense. Here. Well. It went from uh, talking about potatoes to. <laughs> we went from veggie tales to <laughs> immigration laws. <laughs> well, look, this is this is veggie tales. We're talking about the racism and veggie tales. It's just spun into actual issues, yeah. right? Why talk about stupid sh- shit like ve- racism and veggie tales <laughs> when you have world. serious issues in the world? Come on. Exactly. This is, you know, that's exactly what we were trying to say. Uh, Why do people outrage over Veggie Tales? And Allah on the back of a Nike sneaker. When you have when you have so much bigger things to worry about. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I hope people aren't offended by this conversation. Oh, people be like, you don't understand. (laughs) Like we probably don't. You send us some some resources. All right. Well, on that note. Follow us at Papa Friends on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, rate us and review us four to five stars on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, and other such podcast means, you know, listening yeah. platforms. Yeah. Okay, you can visit www.com. www.fabinfriends.com. There you go. Yeah, no, oh, before we go, um, no, I, you missed the very, very beginning of this episode where <laughs> instead of doing my usual welcome to this week's episode, everyone, I go, welcome to this month's edition of yeah. Conference. <laughs> so. <laughs> look, I'm, look, I said once I come we back in, I, now I have a full schedule. Let's try for Sunday mornings. I think that should be the best yes. option. Yes, the yes, yes. Best. It, Let's just say that even if it takes a few more weeks to get this all figured out, we're we'll still not going to abandon. We're not going to abandon this. <laughs> so, I'm no, we're not over my dead body. So, oh damn. <laughs>
over my dead body. OMDB. <laughs> OMDB. Hashtag yeah. OMDB. Oh, you could create another hashtag like on the rocks. Yeah. Oh, remember that? No. That didn't catch. No. Well, well, hashtag on the rocks. It's still going to be there forever for us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.